This episode contains mentions of food insecurity, abandonment, anxiety, and depression. Dear Diary, I have spent a lot of time recently considering whether I should give up on my search for Parker and go home. I am very tired, and the idea of packing everything up and leaving behind both the city and my search becomes more appealing by the day. I don't know how much longer I can keep dealing with the oscillation between hope and disappointment. I have discovered new, disheartening things recently. As the humans say, another wrench has been thrown into the works. Prior to my city adventures, I had never used a map before. I did not know what addresses were supposed to look like. I thought the writing on the piece of paper Parker gave me was an address. It is not. That's not to say it's nothing. It is the name of a brand of hotel, but not which location of the hotel brand that it is. At least I have that to go on. But I've searched the hotel's website, and as it turns out, there are 15 such locations spread all around the city. I do not know which one Parker meant, or if Parker's even still there. Everything I've gone through may have been for nothing. I should feel better as a result of this knowledge. I should feel a sense that I am getting closer to what I have come here to seek. Instead, I just feel defeated. The task ahead of me should not feel as large as it is, but it feels insurmountable. Sometimes I feel like giving up would be easier. Some part of me knows I am not going to give up on my search, no matter how bad things get in the city. I cannot tell whether that part of me believes that because it is more of an optimist than what's good for it, or whether it knows that I will never be able to move on without knowing what happened to Parker. Either way, it is a persistent part of me, and my stubbornness is the only reason I have stayed. I think the idea of giving up appeals to me because at this point, it seems like it would almost be a relief. I know this is not entirely true, as it's not like I would have a home to return to were I to give up, but that is another issue for another day. Sometimes, though, I think about how nice and freeing it would be to abandon my search. I wish I could decide I did not care. I wish I could move on rather than continuing to put myself through these hardships. I wish I could accept my failures here. I wish I could feel empowered and... Not like a passive passenger on a subway, bound to go wherever fate leads, but unable to influence its course. How can one empower themselves when the things you need to do to empower yourself are outside of your reach? I feel so adrift without Parker by my side. I think it makes it even more lonesome knowing they are, or at least were, in the same city as I am in now. And that they too probably rode the subways and attempted to steal McBurgers from distracted people in the park, and that they too tried to find a safe place to sleep. I wonder how many steps that I take are inadvertently retracing Parker's own. I hope they're okay. I hope I can find them. Parker was the first friend I ever really had. I don't remember my parents. As is customary, they left before I hatched. Parker was the first cryptid I'd ever met. 
I grew up wondering if I was the only one like me in the entire world. I grew up alone. Parker stumbled onto my property one day while chasing a butterfly. And that was the day I realized that I was not alone in the world. That there were others like me out there. I think being in the city reminds me of that same loneliness I had when I was growing up. I have not seen any other cryptids in the city so far. I'm afraid that I'm the only one like me again. I'm trying to think of happier things than my fear. That I will never know someone who understands me again and that the future will always be like this. So here I am listing two good things that happened to me recently. First off, I got enough hole punches in my loyalty punch card to redeem my cookie prize. <laughs> I got a cookie with colorful sprinkles on top. It was the first cookie I've ever eaten, but it was exceptional. I ate it quickly as I was extremely hungry by this point, but even if my enjoyment of it was due to my hunger, I still rank it among the best things I've ever eaten. I look forward to hopefully enjoying more cookies in my future. Second, a kind stranger named Martha shared her chicken nuggets with me the other day. We were sitting on a bench next to each other, waiting for the bus, and she was eating and making small talk to me while we waited. Here's part of the conversation that we had. I want to remember the name of the pizza place for later. Could you repeat it into the little microphone, please? Oh, the place is called Elaborate Pizza. They have a pizza station with more than a hundred different toppings to choose from. And you get to make a completely customizable pizza. You should definitely check it out sometime. I've made a little pizza sculpture, but I've never eaten pizza before. To be honest, I haven't eaten much of anything since I've been here. But I definitely hope to go to... Um, to elaborate pizza someday. I will put it on my list. I bet you've never had chicken nuggets before, either. And you look hungry. I'd be happy to share the other half of my chicken nuggets with you. If you'd like. Thank you. I'd like that very much. I really enjoyed the chicken nuggets. I like them better than the birds I used to eat. The human named Martha did not have to share her chicken nuggets with me. But it was very nice that she did. It was a small gesture, but... Her kindness meant more to me than she would ever know. I'm very tired. But I'm going to keep trying. Parker was my best friend. I have made a checklist of each location of the hotel. I'm going to visit the first one tomorrow and see if Parker's there. If Parker was ever there. If they can tell me anything. I've sacrificed too much to give up now. I need to know if I'm the only one like me again. Signed, Mothman. Diary of Mothman is a podcast adapted from the immersive novel of the same name and was written and directed by Ashley Craft and produced by Ashley Craft and Exquisite Lore. Mothman was voiced by Ashley Craft and Martha, the Chicken Nugget Lady, was voiced by Chloe Olick. Music was by Louis Zong.
You can support this podcast by telling your friends about it, giving us a good rating on the podcast side of your choice, or supporting us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You can find the links in our description. Thank you for listening. I'm sure you've noticed things aren't looking good on the world stage right now. We are enjoying a very tense peace that could break at any moment. What are you doing in Seltzermold without a weapon? I suppose I could ask you the same thing. What's that thing on your head? Ah, new trend in ladies' headwear. (laughs) As long as the Derosier bloodline was in possession of the Kingmaker, they would wield absolute power. I fused it to you, seconds after your birth. Undo it! Take it out, please! Not until you agree to do something for me. Oh dear. Got something in your head. I know! So, the Kingmaker has killed your boss and one horse. Combined, you have a death rate of a centaur. Hopefully that's the end of it. No promises. The Kingmaker Histories Series 2. New episodes coming in autumn of 2023.